the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the pre-show, the update, the pre-programming for the Jeff Fisher Show heard here on the Blaze Radio Networks. Actually, it's the third hour of Pure Opelka, but you know the cool kids call it the Jeff Fisher Pre-Show. Jeffy follows this show. I want you to love Jeff Fisher. <laughs> oh... Uh, you know, it, it's an obscure cultural reference. I love Jeff Fisher, and I want you to love him too. Anybody? Anybody get that? Obscure enough for you? All right. We we went away talking about a serious story, and I did post just on the Twitter the uh, the Colorado State Police Foundation. Um, webpage that's trying to help raise funds to get a search party over to Russia as soon as possible to try and find Stephen Scott Beer, the police officer, the National Guardsman, the the husband who's got a 20-month-old son and his wife is 11 weeks pregnant, and three puppies that miss him very much. He's been gone for just uh, about a week and a half. And he was on a solo climb of the biggest mountain in Russia. Uh, I know, I know, I don't get it either, but that's what, that's what alpinists do. So if you're so inclined, uh, take a moment, say a prayer, or if you've got a couple of shekels you want to throw their way, or share it with people. You might know some people who, um, who have very deep pockets. I was about to get into something, um, a, a topic about uh, Qatar. And I just saw the Nerf Herder tweet something about um, the Clinton Foundation admits it took a million dollars from Qatar and forgot to tell the government about it. Uh, yeah, you know all the forgetting stories that the, the uh, Trump administration is getting railed for? Jared Kushner didn't have his his forms completed, I guess, and had to resubmit with some updates to it and being roundly criticized. Well, the Daily Wire has a story about the Clinton Foundation admitting it took one million dollars from Qatar and forgot to tell the government. That was among the emails that were distributed after being hacked from the uh, Hillary Clinton presidential campaign chairman, John Podesta, and published by WikiLeaks. So uh, does that violate ethics? Hillary Clinton did sign an ethics agreement when she became Secretary of State under Barack Obama. And uh, that ethics agreement has a provision where you have to uh, notify the State Department's ethics officials if a new foreign government wanted to donate or increase materially its contributions to the foundation. Uh, the, the Qatari officials reportedly pledged the money in 2011, again in April of 2012, and uh, they got an email acknowledging that the Qataris wanted to meet Bill Clinton for five minutes in New York. 
So does, is that what a million dollars buys? Five million? A million dollars buys five minutes with Bill Clinton? Hmm. The Clinton Foundation justifies the lack of reporting on this by saying the million-dollar gift was not, quote, a material increase, close quote, in the contributions from this emirate. They had given, apparently, reportedly, between one and five million to the foundation in total. So that's not a material increase. Come on! How long are we going to let this go on? And still, why does Hillary Clinton, why does Hillary Rodham Clinton still have security clearance? Why does her key card still work? I'm telling you, I go back to what I said. Um, Five minutes after I'm out of the blaze, guess what? I'm not online. I'm not able to get into the mail. My key card's activated, disactivated. Shut off. That's what happens. Why do we let people do this? No. You're no longer in the system. You are done. Go away. I was going to talk about Qatar or Qatar or Gutter or Qatar. What the hell is the way we How are we supposed to pronounce it? Just just between CNN and MSNBC and Fox this morning, I heard five different pronunciations. Five. Apparently, the little emirate that is behind Al Jazeera is being squeezed out, being uh, being told by the neighbors that you're you're too radical. You've been sponsoring terror too much. Your human rights. Uh, problems are not being solved. So they're kind of isolating this little slice of land, this wealthy little emirate. But nobody can get the name right. So uh, tell us the name. How do we? How are we supposed to say it? I'm saying Qatar. But I have heard Qatar, Qatar, Gutter, Qatar, and uh, one other one, which it it's all sounds the same. It's a mess, I know. At the core of this now is uh, they want they want Al Jazeera shut down. They're telling they're telling uh, folks that Al Jazeera, they're telling the people running Qatar, Al Jazeera needs to shut down. Remember Al Jazeera America? Anyone remember that? Uh, the the place that actually purchased Al Gore's channel, his cable channel thinking that they were going to get a wedge into American television. They were going to get 60 to 70 million households automatically. And because of that, they would get a toehold in America. Well, despite the fact that so many American journalists sold their souls to the Emirate and this, this new Al Jazeera America, which, which actually had kind of Sharia underpinnings in some of its editorial direction. Uh, despite that, Hillary Clinton in 2011, around the same time. Gee, has anyone looked at the the fact that this statement by Hillary Clinton in 2011, this statement seems to coincide with the million dollars. Anybody? Has anyone noticed this? Well, the Daily Wire story had me thinking about Hillary Clinton. 
the Daily Wire story that talks about the Clinton Foundation getting this million dollars that it forgot to tell the government about, and then the request of the five-minute meeting with Bill Clinton. Oh, we just want five minutes. Alone. We just need to talk to him for five minutes. Can we just get five minutes, please? Here's a million dollars. That happened pretty much concurrently with the Secretary of State making this public statement that has been since played over and over again, I know, but let's now realize that there there might have been a reason why Hillary Clinton made this declaration. A set of global networks that Al Jazeera has been the, the leader in that are literally changing people's minds and attitudes. And like it or hate it, it is really effective. And in fact, viewership of Al Jazeera is going up in the United States because it's real news. You may not agree with it, but you feel like you're getting real news around the clock instead of a million commercials and, you know, arguments between talking heads and the kind of stuff that we do on our news, which, you know, is not particularly informative to us, let alone foreigners. Interesting, right? Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation scoop a million-dollar donation up from the people who also happen to run Al Jazeera News. And, and the same year, Hillary Clinton is front, in front of the world making these glowing statements about Al Jazeera calling it real news, saying that it's much better than our, our talking heads here. And did you notice also what she said in there? Is there a, a little bit of um, anti-capitalism in that statement? Did you happen to notice what's in there? Oh, let's hear Effective. It. Yeah. And in fact, viewership of Al Jazeera is going up in the United States because no, it's, it's real news. You may not agree with it, but you feel like you're getting real news around the clock instead of a million commercials and, you know, arguments between talking heads and the kind. So Hillary Clinton has a problem with commercials. And yet a few years later, on two separate occasions, actually a few years before this and a few years later, she would spend hundreds of millions of dollars to buy those endless ads on news channels to promote herself. You want to see a little example of uh, progressive hypocrisy, juxta-progressivism? Here's a woman saying news channels have too many commercials when she, in fact, spent hundreds of millions of dollars in two different presidential campaigns to promote herself. But the commercials are the problems. The commercials are what's blocking us from getting real news. Instead, we need to be supporting a network that comes out of the Middle East in a country that doesn't have freedom for everybody, specifically women, right? And they just happen to pay your foundation a million extra. We just found another million we'd like to give to the Clinton Foundation. Does Bill have five minutes on Monday? And would you mind saying something about Al Jazeera being real news? Yeah, that, that would be great. Thank you, Hillary. Thank you so much. It's really, really disturbing. And yes, this woman apparently 
still has security clearance. She's still allowed to. God only knows where they're allowed to go. God only knows what they're allowed to see. But can you please start connecting the dots between the extra million dollars that didn't get reported and this story? This woman who was a shill for Al Jazeera, a paid spokesperson, basically. She and her husband. All right, rant over, but it's, it's sickening. It's sickening what the Clintons did to this nation and the fact that they're still revered. Well, I guess not completely. After all, we made the right choice in the fall. Michael Pelka on Pure Opelka. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Michael Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-8192. That's 800-600-8192. 800-600-8192. This is Pure Pelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Somebody needs to get a message out to uh, Chris Salcedo, the liberty-loving Latino. Chris Salcedo, the liberty-loving Latino. Uh, redundancy alert. Redundancy alert. The Department of Redundancy Department uh, is calling uh, you for uh, redundancy. He keeps using the phrase crazy liberal. You're wasting a word. Just liberal. You're fine. Okay, uh, Jeff Fisher is warming up in the Blaze bullpen right now. Uh, and I'm not sure if he's got the the romper on. I'm not sure because I didn't see him come through. He used the, the Glenn Beck secret entrance today. So you'll find out. Maybe he'll admit it himself. Um before I get to this next story, I understand Mark from Maryland's on the phone. Oh, he hung up. Mark's mad at me. Mark from Maryland is upset with me because I did not warn you. I did not put out a warning before doing this. Surely we've been trying to take back the airwaves in Afghanistan against Taliban with the most primitive kind of communication equipment. Now, Take that as one example where I don't think we were very competitive and we have. You see what happens is when uh, when I play Hillary Clinton's voice on the radio. Mark's cat goes crazy. Absolutely crazy. Runs around the house tearing stuff up. So I guess it was wrong of me to do that without a warning. Sorry, Mark. Not really, because I think it's kind of a funny image. I I think what we should do is set up a camera and then uh, I'll warn Mark ahead of time and he can live stream what his cat does as Hillary Clinton's voice is being played. (laughs) 
which I think is pretty darn funny. Uh, and speaking of the effects that voices have on felines, scientists in California have released a, uh, a new study. They subjected wild mountain lions to the voice of Glenn Beck. <laughs> as, as the mountain lions were just trying to have their dinner. They were trying to see how apex predators reacted to uh, fear. The Washington Post has the story as well. The researchers from University of California at Santa Cruz put motion-sensitive cameras uh, at uh, sites where these big cats, these predators, would kill in various parts of Southern California. And then, you know, when, a, when an animal kills like that, then they take the carcass and store it for future meals. So the moment a mountain lion would trigger the cameras... They also had speakers at the site that would activate and um, play a clip from Glenn Beck's radio show. Apparently, it scared the hell out of him. Glenn wasn't the only person they, whose voice they used. They also pumped in a Rachel Maddow and Rush Limbaugh. The, the mountain lions apparently reacted with the same fear, regardless of whether the voice was male or female. Now, couldn't it be, couldn't it be said that, that these, these noises probably just surprise them because you're putting a, a new noise, a strange noise into the lair or the feeding area of a major predator, as you call them, apex predators? They said... 80% of the predators would flee the scene once the voices were pumped through the speakers. I'm telling you, I, I, I just wonder how much of our government money went to fund this study, right? But here's, here's probably what happened. The, the unusual sound would be enough to put a predator on alert and see if you know, if I'm, I'm usually eating and suddenly there's a jackhammer going off. Guess what? I'm going to stop eating. Not that Glenn's voice is a jackhammer. Perhaps that was the wrong term. He's not up listening. Not today. Anyway, I'm, I don't I don't I'm sure. But um, I it's it's a funny headline, right? Study shows mountain lions are terrified of Glenn Beck's voice. I do think this is I, I really want to know now how much money we spent. How much did we pay to learn that if you put speakers in the woods with motion-sensitive cameras and when a large predator appears, if you play a, an unusual foreign voice and, and bathe them in the sounds of a human voice that they normally don't hear, they're going to run. I just want to know how much of my money went into that. And yes, I do agree. It makes a fantastic headline that Glenn Beck, Rachel Maddow, and, and Rush Limbaugh's voice makes mountain lions freak out. But in the end, at, at, at the core of this, I want to know how much I paid for this. Seriously, people. How much money did I put out for this dumb study? Maddening. 
All right. I'm going to step aside, take a break. Maybe there's some more. I got some more silly news, some more fake news. And a, and a real interesting question, I'm sure, will be raised by some in the Michael Brown story. We'll get to that just around the corner on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, welcome back to Pure Opelka. We do have a vital question that'll be up for another 22 hours or so. It uh, relates to a story out of the Middle East where one of the airlines has decided that if you book a flight and when you're booking your flight, if the seat next to you on either side or both are empty, you're allowed to bid on those seats. You can put a bid in and say, I'd like that. You know, can I have, can I purchase that one? I, w- I would like to do that. And if the flight doesn't sell out, they will then grant you 30 hours before takeoff, scheduled takeoff. They will grant you the right to purchase those seats and you could create your own little section there, your own little, maybe even a row. Well, I'm I'm of the belief that you should be allowed to do that anyway, but you should, even if it's at, at full price, if you decide you want the whole damn row, why can't you buy the whole damn row? I know, I know my buddy Montel Williams tried to do that. In fact, he purchased three seats in a row on a JetBlue flight a few years ago, had the entire row. He walked in on the plane. And uh, as they were getting ready to take off, they walked up and down the row and they started counting empty seats. And they said, hold on a second here. We got three empty seats here or two empty seats here. We're going to go out and get some standbys on here. And Montel alerted the flight attendant, said, oh, you can't do that. I, I own those seats. Those are mine. And uh, they had a brief discussion. And anybody who knows or has ever argue or argued with Mr. Williams, you know how this ends. You already know that he flew with a nice empty row all to himself, lifted the armrest, put a blanket on himself, and basically had a couch to go from coast to coast. So uh, I'm a believer that, uh, especially in a free market world, in a capitalist world, that you should be able to buy those seats just like you should be able to buy an entire theater, just like you should be able to buy out a restaurant, should you choose to do so. If I want to buy every seat in Yankee Stadium for a game and watch the game by myself, I should be able to do it, right? It's my money. I can be as dumb with it as I like. Currently, 94% of you agree. 6% of you don't. At least, and and this is what I don't understand, we did have 1% or 2% that couldn't decide. Somehow they they managed to change their votes. (laughs) The the poll is up on the Twitter as we speak. My Twitter handle, at StuntBrain, it's there. You can check it out. I hope you will. I also hope you will check out the tweet I posted 
about the Colorado police officer who's missing in Russia and his his wife, his 11-month-old or 20-month-old 20, 20 son and his 11-week pregnant wife are desperate to find out what happened to Colorado police officer Stephen Bear. And they're trying to put together a very fast deployed search group to get over there because the Russians have, after a couple of days, they basically gave up. So um, if you want to see that, it's also on the Twitter as well. And I think if if you can donate, great. If you can't, you know, maybe a prayer, little prayer, something for the officer, please. Um, we also, earlier this week, I don't know if you heard the story earlier this week. You know, we've had some tension between America and Russia, specifically in the Syrian area. When um, we shot down a Syrian jet earlier in the week and then Russia went, hold on, Sparky, don't cross the Euphrates with your jets. If you go west of the Euphrates, we'll look at you as enemy, enemy aircraft. Well, the tension's gone beyond just Syria between the United States and the Russians. Now over the Baltic Sea, we had, and you may have heard the story, that a Russian Su-27 fighter jet, an armed fighter jet, missiles under the wings, little rockets that will shoot down stuff, came within five feet of a United States Air Force RC-135, which is a big plane. It happened on Monday, and uh, this was international airspace, according to the European Command. The Russian plane reportedly, according to a U.S. official, was armed and was flying erratically. And they called these maneuvers unsafe because mostly the proximity of the two aircraft. And um, so we didn't know because we hadn't seen it. But now we actually have photos that are posted online showing the Russian fighter jets so close to the wing of the of the American aircraft, you can see the Russian pilot in the cockpit. And you can also see the the arms underneath the wing. Russia initially disputed the claims that that they were at fault during the encounter and said it intercepted two American reconnaissance aircraft as they approached the Russian state border. Um, sure. Yeah, we, we in the big lumbering RC-135, yeah, we, we went after a fighter jet. That makes no damn sense. If you want to see the, the pictures, the pictures are on CNN. I'll tweet out a link to it because it does give you pause. It makes you think, okay, what the hell's going on here? Who's provoking who? And really, what's, what's going to happen going forward? We have to be a little mindful of this. So uh, I, I, don't, I don't trust Putin at all. Not, not one little bit. And it, it is a little nerve-wracking. So uh, like I said, I'll post it on Twitter so you can check it out. Uh, also in other strange news this week, a few more strange stories. Um, a town in India... A village, basically. I, I was going to call it a town. A village in India has renamed itself after President Trump. 
Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Um, now, the village itself hasn't said they're going to change the name on maps or on signs around, but this actually comes from a company that is putting toilets all over India. The company is a charity toilet company. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Because uh, basic plumbing is pretty much standard everywhere in America. But this, this special aid group, the Sulab International Group, has built one and a half million toilets and set them up all over India. Why? Because the massive nation of India has 1.3 billion people and less than a third of them have access to basic sanitation like toilets. Imagine living your entire life in a nation as crowded as India and always having to uh, deal with uh, the bathroom, but it's probably more like a hole in the ground or just a porta potty. Fewer than a third. At least half of the population of India, according to estimates from the United Nations, just uses the great outdoors as a bathroom. Many of them live in very dense municipalities and therefore they, uh, they get sick a lot. There's a high risk of cholera, diarrhea, dysentery, hepatitis A, and typhoid. Yes, typhoid! Something, all this stuff we thought, basically not part of our lives, and yet one of the biggest nations on the planet, 1.3 billion people. And the majority of them, less than a third of them, have basic sanitation available to them. So what did this country do? Well, they thought this would bring attention. This company, this toilet charity, thought it would bring attention to the village if they named it Trump Village. They've set up Trump Village signs all around the area. Each has a giant picture of President Trump grinning. The White House, of course, doesn't have any comment on this. And I'm wondering if the Trump trademark lawyers are about to slap the smackdown on this toilet charity. They've rebranded the village, Trump Village. <laughs> uh, the guy who's the founder of the charity told, told Reuters News that he hoped it would uh, win publicity and goodwill to raise awareness of the problem they have and might spur some rich people, some companies, and other people to donate money so they could have basic infrastructure, starting with toilets. I, I doubt Donald Trump wants to be associated with toilets. I'm, I'm just saying. I know he's got his name on everything. Water, towers, steaks, wine. I just don't think toilets in India are a good thing for the president to to be associated with. But... They're trying. This village is trying to get it done. So um, if you want to go to Trump Village, I wonder if they're going to, you know, if they were smart, they would sell the signs and I'll bet you Trump fans would put them up. 
if you get a Trump Village sign because it's not the town is not officially changing its name. It's just the company is going around and putting Trump Village signs everywhere, just trying to raise awareness. Anyway, strange story of the day. There's a couple more odd ones, and then we'll uh, we'll put a button on today's show. Michael Pelka and Pure Opelka will be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Wrapping up uh, the the early show here on the weekend, I did get a um, a message from our guest who, because of some technical problems, was unable to join us. Um, Kyle will be with us. Kyle Courtney, the man who posted the giant billboard just outside of San Antonio. The one that said, ABC, we're through. You know, the guy who told the story that he has. He grew up on ABC News. And now he's dumping them and telling them it's because of their fake newsiness and the the obsession with the Russian story that isn't really a story. And um, anyway, he took his, his own money and put up this big billboard. And I did ask him about, hey, why no MSNBC up there? And he said, who's that? He's not a guy who spends a lot of time on the news channels, but he does have a message to say about, and like most of us, most of us who are fed up with the way the government has been treating us, treating us like children. But he'll be with me Monday. We should have the phone issue worked out by then. He'll be with me Monday uh, probably in the first hour of Pure Opelka, noon to three on the Blaze Radio Network. So join me, won't you? Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Now, uh, one last, a couple of odd stories out here. There, the EPA, remember, remember the gigantic mess in Colorado at the Gold King Mine in August of 2015 when three million gallons of toxic pollution was dumped into a river that actually gives drinking water to people in three different states and the Navajo Nation. That river was yellow for days after the initial dumping. Yeah, you remember that, right? And who was president in 2015? Barack Obama, the guy that loves the environment? Yeah. Uh, the EPA uh, reported on Monday that um, there was no wrongdoing in that disaster. No wrongdoing. Uh, auditors uh, ignored inconsistencies, apparently, in the reports that came out of the EPA officials. Remember, we had EPA officials basically saying, we screwed up. We inadvertently breached the mine because of a, quote, misjudgment, unquote. But they also claimed they did not violate any, quote, standards for the level of care. How do you dump 3 million gallons of toxic pollution into a river and then say that you didn't violate any of the standards for the level of care? You know how you do that? Well, if no standards exist, 
then you really can't violate standards, can you? Hmm. There were no standards of care? So when you screwed up and polluted the earth with 3 million gallons of toxic stuff that you poured into a river, just because you had no standards doesn't mean you didn't screw up. Please, Mr. President, you talked about eliminating the EPA. Can we get that done? Can we just let the states take care of it? I would love it if that would happen. I would just love it if that would happen. What a bunch of jack wagons. <sighs> Much more to deal with. There'll be more over the weekend. There'll be more. If you heard my diatribe on the Russian situation, there'll be more on that. Join me Monday and download the show and hang out for Jeffy and all that stuff too. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.